Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. Don't click on that website at work. That's what a bill passed out of the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee would say. The bill would allow federal agency heads to ban employees' access to certain websites, especially on social media and personal email. The Federal Information Systems Safeguard Act would allow agencies to restrict access to sites on grounds of cybersecurity. The bill's sponsor, Congressman Gary Palmer, says the law will help cut down on information leaks. Appropriations legislation is making its way through Congress, and there are differences on what the House and Senate are offering in terms of civilian employee pay raises next year. The House has passed the Financial Services and General Government Appropriations Bill that includes no pay raise for civilian employees. In the Senate version of the bill, a 1.9% pay raise is offered, but that bill hasn't made it out to the full Senate for a vote. The president's three nominees for the Merit Systems Protection Board will face a big stack of casework if confirmed. After lacking a quorum for 19 months, the board now faces a backlog of 1,200 to 1,300 pending cases. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee heard from Dennis Kirk, Julia Clark, and Andrew Montz at nominations yesterday. Kirk told the committee he'll consult with career staff on innovative ways to reduce the backlog if he is confirmed as the board's chairman. New research from the MSPB shows agencies that want to reduce hiring time should take more time on assessing their job applicants. The MSPB survey of supervisors says finding a qualified pool of applicants is one of their toughest workforce management challenges to tackle. MSPB says having good applicant assessments reduces the likelihood of making a bad hire and absorbing higher costs. The Pentagon has suddenly reversed its position on wild birds. On Wednesday, DOD officials said its operations could continue without harming the critters. Then just yesterday, the Pentagon flipped its decision. Jared Serbu explains. Defense officials said Thursday that the Pentagon does, in fact, support a provision of the Defense Authorization Act that would ban the Interior Department from using the Endangered Species Act to protect the sage-grouse and the western prairie chicken. The statement to Congress came just one day after DOD's top installations official urged lawmakers to drop the provision. The Pentagon now says the measure could help the military avoid readiness impacts to its bases. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. A House panel on Thursday approved a $51 billion bill to fund the U.S. Department of Homeland Security for 2019, including $5 billion in funding for the Southern Border Wall project. That sets up a potential clash with the Senate's version of the same legislation. The Senate included only $1.6 billion for the wall in its version of the bill last month, a figure that displeased President Trump, who told senators he might shut down the government this fall if he doesn't get more money. Radio Free Europe appears to have improperly posted ads to be seen by Americans. More now from Tom Timmon in today's management report. The New York Times reports Radio Free Europe purchased Facebook advertising aimed at U.S. users. That's illegal under federal law. The nonprofit is funded by a grant from the Broadcasting Board of Governors. It broadcasts in numerous European, Asian, and Middle Eastern countries. The Times says a Syracuse University researcher saw the ads on Radio Free Europe's Facebook page when alerted, the organization removed them. I'm Tom Temin. The Interior Department's Inspector General notified Congress this week that it's investigating Secretary Ryan Zinke for potential conflict of interest. Following calls for an investigation from three House Democrats, the IG will focus on a real estate development in Zinke's hometown of Whitefish, Montana, that he is poised to benefit from financially. 
Democrats cited emails that showed Zinke met with potential investors, including the chairman of energy giant Halliburton, in his interior offices last year. Last year, the IG office found Zinke failed to properly document his travel and is currently investigating accusations that Interior improperly reassigned a number of employees. Meantime, the Senate Committee on Energy and Natural Resources is questioning the Energy and Interior Departments about their reorganization plans. Lawmakers told department officials on Thursday they wanted more information about the cost-benefit of undertaking such a massive restructuring. Lawmakers said they're especially concerned about plans to consolidate applied energy programs and privatizing some electricity infrastructure, including the Tennessee Valley Authority. The Trump administration also wants to redraw Interior's regional boundaries, and Interior Secretary Zinke intends to relocate the Bureau of Land Management out west. There's a lot of talk about blockchain and federal IT these days, but what is it exactly? Congresswoman Doris Matsui thinks it may take a law to nail down a definition. Her bill tasks the Commerce Department with coming up with a consensus definition for the distributed ledger technology. Blockchain is popularly known as the technology behind cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. And the White House has finally filled a key government cybersecurity position. Here's Jason Miller. After spending 18 months with the word acting before his title, Grant Schneider can finally assume the permanent Federal Chief Information Security Officer role. Office of Management and Budget Deputy Director for Management Margaret Weikirk named Schneider to that permanent role yesterday. Schneider is responsible for cyber policy, strategic planning, interagency collaboration, and is the chairman of the CISO Council. Schneider replaces Greg Tuhill, who served as the first federal CISO until the end of the Obama administration. He also will continue to be the Senior Director for Cybersecurity at the National Security Council. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. And follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.